Hello again. Golly, a couple of weeks away and so much has happened. Sadly, the chairman of Manx Care, Andrew Foster, has been gathered. Only met him a few times during his visit to his practices, but uh, clearly a man of immense experience with a the good track record and common sense to boot. A loss, no doubt. Then the noble's medical directors, often his travels to uh, um, East Midlands, I think, the Darbin and Burtondrew hospitals. He's been seconded there for at least six months, so I believe. Nobles is back, locating its fracture clinic in its original place after Ramsey Cottage is updating its X-ray equipment. The long COVID team seems finally to be in place whilst the spring booster programme versus COVID gets underway. This time targeted at the over 75s, those in nursing and care homes and those who are immunosuppressed. Who are they? Well, classically, this is a bit of a movable feast and if you read the blurb from the data sheets, it's a kind of sort of goes like this. Immunosuppression due to a disease or treatment, including patients undergoing chemotherapy, leading to immunosuppression, patients undergoing radical radiotherapy, solid organ transplants, bone marrow or stem cell transplants recipients, HIV infection at all stages, multiple myeloma or genetic disorders affecting the immune system. Individuals who are receiving immunosuppressive therapy or immunomodulating therapy, including but not limited to anti-TNF medications, patients receiving protein calcium inhibitors or PARP inhibitors, and individuals treated with stereosparing agents such as cyclophosphamide and mycophenolate. Individuals treated with or likely to be treated with systemic steroids for more than a month for a dose equivalent to 20 mg or more a day of prednisolone. Anybody with a family history, or well, sorry, a personal history of hematological malignancy, including leukemia, lymphoma, and myeloma. Those who require long-term immunosuppressive treatment for conditions such as, but not limited to, systemic lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, inflammatory bowel disease, scleroderma, and psoriasis. Yes, <laughs> sounds like a sort of hmm, end of enticing advert type blurb, doesn't it? Meanwhile, on the cold place, COVID cases are flying up in number. The latest sort of Omicron variant responsible for the high cases to case transmission, no doubt. Many elderly souls are going down with this too, although thankfully most are getting through it reasonably intact. Although I have had to admit a few souls recently who've had significantly low blood oxygen levels, saturations, and who have again been extremely breathless, even at rest. Hopefully the Easter break will be uh, putting a bit of a slight break on transmission. We can only hope. Looking at the effectiveness of the various vaccines, though, the initial drop-off in immune response seems to be at around about five to six months, hence the booster jabs. A bit like flu, though, you have to build up a new memory in order for your body to have a chance to fight the virus and deal with it at source. Most of the data available, though, seems to point to the good disease severity reduction and lower hospitalisation rates in those immunised. As an endpoint, anyway, not actually picking up COVID in the first place, because a lot of people still say, oh, I've still got it despite the jabs. You may get it, but you don't get it quite so severely, typically. I walked straight into a home this week. <laughs> Only when I was ushered into the lounge did the patient then tell me, oh, I've just tested positive for COVID. Mm. Hence the chest infection, no doubt. Mm. Meds has stopped routinely asking the so-called COVID questions at the moment. Uh, so it's really important that we all just keep COVID in mind 
If you or yours start with the fever, the cough, and all the rest of it, lateral flow tests remain a useful tool, of course they do. Meantime, the huge numbers of very hot children and infants continue to arrive at meds. Uh, I've never seen this before this time of year, but clearly the catch-up interpersonal interactions of young lives from the uncorking of a restrictions bottle a year ago is now still playing out after all those lockdowns. <clears throat> all we can do is pray for rain, metaphorically speaking, in the knowledge that everything eventually does level out. Easter, of course, is upon us. Hooray! All those little chalky eggs full of caffeine, theobromine and phenylalanine. All there to give you a boost, and we, boy, do we need it, after one of the westest marches on living record. Finally, GPs were together last week for the educational afternoon, this time it focused on pain management. Dr Dashfield, consultant anaesthetist, led the sessions. Dr D runs the pain management service at Nobles Hospital, of course. I recall I was intending medical school around the time of Galileo, I think it was, it feels like it now. We did some work with a neurologist called Dr David Bowsher, who had started at the time the UK's first pain management clinic in Liverpool. It's still running today and it's still a leading light in pain management. The story of pain, though, is an interesting one. Issue nowadays we all grapple with is so-called chronic pain. In other words, not the sudden pain after a fracture or acute injury or post-operative or cancer, that sort of stuff. No, it's the long-term pain, be it arthritis or other joint disorders or a host of other issues that bring long-term discomfort as part of its process, so often associated with depression, of course. It grinds you down. Many such souls existing on sometimes quite high doses of painkillers, some of which are having their own problems, adding to the overall disease burden that many have to carry. Oddly enough, though, the C word was only briefly mentioned. Yes, the C word. Yes. It's not seen at the moment, anyway, as a viable option, despite making the front page of a recent courier, Where can you obtain medical cannabis? It's a moving set of circumstances with a mixture of need, availability, cost, licensing, a bit of social media thrown in, with a sprinkling of politics in there too. Wow, the pay management story continues then. Enough chattering for this week, until next. Cheerio.